0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Do We Love It podcast. This is your host, Dr. Waterworth Lemon, recorded live from the kitchen, and we have a special guest tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We have my good friend, W. We are live here, huh? Tonight is an album club session where we will be discussing Vampire Weekend. W, title of the album, please. Uh, Vampire Weekend, it's their
1: third album. We have, a uh, Modern Vampires of the City. Um, yes. Their, it is a third album, um, and I didn't say this in, in my write-up, but, uh, you can almost listen to any album and get the same feel, but, um, I want to bring everybody up to date with, uh, what they're working with.
0: Yeah, straight up three-hitter right here.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: is, is the, uh... Is the three-hitter for albums as important as the three-hitter is in the lineup? Um, I think the number two album is more important. But,
1: you know, like, if you come out with a sick first album, it's like, all right, you're great. Great 1 through 12 songs. What do you got next?
0: You know? Because also, yeah. I think a lot of things with um – um. Like, I, I love debut albums. I feel like they're wicked pure, but also I think part of the draw to debut albums is it's like an introduction to, like, a, a new sound. Yeah. And so that's what you're saying, because, like, the second album is kind of like, is that, like, new sound that, like, you just, like, are drawn to because you like the sound? Is it sustainable because it's, like, not just new sound, but it's, like, good sound?
1: Well, and can can they keep it going? You know, like, a, a true... Band for this, you know. We, you've all heard, you've heard Alabama Shakes, g- great first album. We waited three years for the second album, and it's like, it's like, it's all right, you know. The girl, I didn't know it came out. Yeah, it came out six months ago or so. I don't even know. But uh, the girl, Brittany Howard, has the pipes, and she's the, like the, she's the true lead, lead of the whole crew. But uh, you know, it's not, it's not, it's not the, it's not the full deal like the, like the first album. The first album m- made me cry through half of it. Yeah,
0: first album was nasty. I remember you said you saw them live too, didn't you? I uh, cried at the show. <laughs> That's great. It's Twiggin' whoopin'.
1: Uh, the girl is a monster wildebeest, and uh, I would still, I would still try to get after it due to those pipes. <laughs> That's great. Um, but th- but these guys, so this is a third album, and uh,
0: each album, where are From by the way, do you know? The big city, like New York. New York City. Really, Brooklyn? I mean, that's props in New York too. By you saying the big city, I'm just straight up no. It really <laughs> means it's the big city.
1: Uh yeah. You know, New York guys, and like when you first hear their hear their name, Vampire Weekend, you kind of get a little scared, right? You know, like you think of like you kind of wow. think of like the the weird kid in the back of the class, you know? Yes. Yeah, you know. Uh, and so like that's what turned me off at first, Rome, But uh I saw them maybe three, four years ago at Boston Calling, and you kind you know some of their sounds, but you don't really know them. And like you listen to all their songs, like wow, these guys, these guys rock. And they've been rocking now for like ten years, or maybe not that long, but you know, close to that, you know. Um, and I feel like that they're a band for the next like ten years. They'll probably keep rocking.
0: Yeah, they uh I, I, I agree with you, though, with, like, the, the name at first, you know, I because I, I had heard of them a while ago, and I never listened to them, and just, like, the name Vampire Week, and I was like, oh, it's probably, like, I just associated with with Twilight. And, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just like, uh, I don't want to watch that thing, Twilight. Like, I don't want to listen to the band either. <laughs> and I never listened to them. and but- but it's it's very worth it. It's it's worth. Yes. It. It's great. It. I mean, I I've, I've probably this since I got it, I you know, I probably listened to it like 15 20 times. I like it a lot. Yeah.
1: And it's an album too where you can listen to you know, like you always listen to like the first six songs hard. Then I like I before we did this, I made a point to listen to like the last couple, you know, just to make sure it was all good and before or before I set it out, just to make sure it was all good and I liked every song and you know, they still take you through a story. They still, they still can make you think about each song. And like I said in my write up, like you have to really like listen to the lyrics and you know, kind of pay attention to each to each, to each word. But uh, no, it's great.
0: I couldn't agree more. It's a great way to put it. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's. I like I like how they have like a different mix of instruments too. Just for, your for-
1: yeah, and uh, they they do it the right way, you know. Like it's not too it's not too overbearing. It's like uh, it can be hard when hard when when they want it to be it, but uh, it's it's a soft melody to each tune.
0: The uh, so the for the listeners, the song we opened with was uh, the second track uh, called Unbelievers, and I don't know if it was my favorite on there, but it's like really upbeat. Puts me in yeah. a good mood just because like the opening's like, you know, just gets you pumped. That and sounds then, nothing, nothing the like. First, it. The first song is a little
1: slower. It kind of brings you into the bring, brings you into like the darkness, and then the second con the second con the second song picks you up and you're like, uh, yeah, we're, we're here. We're here to party.
0: I uh, I love the line in the second one where they say, uh, "I'm not excited, but should I be?" <laughs>
1: Is this the place that all of the world's made for me? Ah, uh, fun fact. Um, so our other member told me about this that uh, in the song, which one is it? Step. Or no? Uh, yeah, step. They take a line from Soldier Mission. You know them? The R&B, the rap band. you, you always. Uh, they they have a song, Step Step to My Girl. And uh, it's a, the same. It's on the same tune, but they but they take uh they take the they take a line from them, like a nineties nineties rap band. It's nasty. But yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Um, what else you got? Um, you know, not too much. Just straight up enjoying the album. I another thing I did want to discuss with you on here. Your shared specialty tennis. All right, what do you got? All right, so I I have a couple questions. So I was thinking about like you, you know, like the ten thousand hour rule. Yep. I th- I was thinking about, like I think you qualify, <laughs> right? Um, for, for tennis, you're like you have to be like a, a master essentially.
1: Well, a master is a very relative term.
0: Or or a maven. A maven. What? What is What's the difference? I think a maven is somebody who like has has like done a skill for ten thousand hours. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I've
1: probably you know like you ever see a commercial of like Rory McIlroy hitting like a million golf balls. Like I've definitely hit a million tennis balls. Right. That's what I'm saying. Am I good at it? Like relative term. Like I'm good at it comparably to like the person next to me. But am I good at it comparably to best players in the world? Oh, yeah. No.
0: Well, it's not so much the skill thing I'm curious about. It's stuff like the preparation. So, like, most people when they get wrecked and they're hung over on, like, a weekday or, like, a work night, it's a lot different, like, have, like sitting down and doing work than, like, knowing you have to go in and either, like, play a match, teach a lesson, like, basically be physically active and have the hand eye. So... So two things. When from, from I, was, uh, good times. I know you've you've gone out before and had to, like, saddle up the next day. So what's, like, your method to beat in the hangover in order to get on the tennis court?
1: There's been one time where I couldn't do it. I've done it a lot of times. But one time, your brother dropped me off at a public court, and uh, there was, like, true, like, puke on the court. Like, I just, I, I can't do it. You know, like I still I still I, I still actually beat the guy, but like, you know, the guy wasn't good, you know, the two hour match and like I was puking everywhere, you know, but take, for example, 24 hours ago, I was uh, at a bar in Beverly, Mass and uh, I had to wake up and be on the court at 730 the next morning. And uh, so. You know, you kinda you have to get in that mindset. Kinda like, you know, when when we were kids when you had to be at work at six in the morning, it's like you just gotta fucking do it, right? Yeah. Either way, I have to open the club and I gotta be there. And if I'm not there, then uh I'm not getting paid and uh I lose my credibility. So you gotta be there.
0: Right? Yeah. So is it is it just straight up like just gotta do it? Like do you have, do you have a like if you wake up or you're like, All right, I need like, uh, juice, or like a coffee, or like, do you have? I need to like sit for like five minutes. Like, wh- like, wh- what is your? If you had, do you have a cure besides just like the drive?
1: Uh, a lot of it for me is, uh, I do have an hour ride to work every day. Mm. So you know, it's nice to have that hour hour ride where I wait every Friday. I wait every Friday morning for that. For do we love a podcast? And uh, I wait, or we have 985 Touch and Rich every morning. So, like, I have a couple things that, like, kind of relax me in the morning. Yeah. Um, so that helps. Um, but besides that, it's, it's, it's just a constant fight. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no matter what you do, that that is life, baby. <laughs> I'm sipping on a gin and tonic in my Boston Red up here. Yeah, I'm straight up doing some, uh, Airport cabinet
1: seven. We actually have some of that as well, but uh LH picked up some fucking uh gin, so we're going we're going a little harder here. That's great. That's great. I'm about that. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, I mean, what's the what's the go-to cocktail over there? Are we still are we just we ween- are we just vi- uh you know? Yeah, yeah
0: we're, uh, we're we're doing it. We're doing it. Straight up. Um Yeah, what's the cocktail?
1: Uh, I'm just doing straight up gin and lime tonic. Lime? All right. But I was doing so – like once October hits, I'm fully into the October beer scene. Like I go – Yeah, I'm
0: like – I'm pretty
1: fired up for that. Like
0: I go October – October fest. I and- say this, by the way, like October hasn't been here for like almost three weeks. Like, yeah, I'm getting ready for October. <laughs>
1: like, no, no, but like like I, I hate <laughs> October beers in – August I hate them in September I God like goodness. I like them October to Thanksgiving yeah I agree you know, and uh it's the season right now. I, I know I know you guys don't have it out there but right now it's like 65 to 60 degrees out like it's nice and brisk that's the best time of the year it's me it's the best time of the year yeah, Elliot said it's probably like fifty it's right now it's probably like forty five out right now.
0: <laughs> but it's dark. It's dark.
1: Yeah, no, uh it's it's all good. You know, like it's brisk out, the leaves are falling, uh Jerry's working hard. Um
0: Yeah. Yeah, dude, I that's like one thing I've definitely been thinking about out here like the past couple weeks. It's just like I wish like you know, the fall scene in New England it's great.
1: Right, uh, but you know that in one month, our 55 degrees will be a 35 degrees, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and you'll be all right. Yeah,
0: I, I'll be pretty fired up about that. Um, all right, so I have another question for you. Is, is the preparation you take in the car ride, like going to work, the same as your prep prior to a real match? Like tournament play? Whatever, whatever is your most competitive league or level that you like to play at? What's your prep work leading up to a big match?
1: Uh, so it does. That also that also depends, you know, because like going into work, it it's still work, you know. Mm-hmm. So you know, like I'm still going in, you're still just kind of going through the motions. Like you have a you have a game plan for work. When right. you go into a match, it's like you need to be a little more awake. <laughs> you
0: know, you gotta be sharp.
1: You gotta be sharp, and you need, you know like when I played live, I'm playing tomorrow morning, and like I know that the guy I'm playing can hit forehand a forehand of buck twenty. You know, like if I'm standing in the net with uh, with like like one iron, then like I'm gonna get
0: hurt. You know, you gotta wait. So when at what point like. Before a match, do you start kind of getting into your game mode mindset? Because I know, like, when you when you go, you probably, you know, if, especially if you're on a team, like, a lot of your buddies will be there even if they don't play for, like, a couple hours, right? Yeah. Um, so, like, if they're, like, bullshitting with you, at, like, what point do you kind of, like, is it, like, when you're walking on the court? Is it, like, the drive there? Like, when do you take, – take me through, like, what kind of, like yeah. – I'll drive out tomorrow. Match starts at eleven.
1: I'll probably leave here at nine thirty. I'll get up there a half hour early. But uh, I would say when I right about when I hit the ninety five split, I'll put on the tunes to get a little, to get in the zone a little bit. Mm-hmm. But um, but you know I'm I'm different than most because uh, you know I'm a little quieter. You know I'm not I don't I'm not really talking. I'm just kind of I'm just chilling. Yeah. Some, some people would take, some people get into it by by yelling and talking to people, but uh, I just kind of sit there and uh, just think about what's going on. Especially if you know you're playing, you know, if you know the guys you're playing, you kind of think about what you're gonna do. You know, right. it's like oh, I'm gonna surf to this guy. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. I think about it a little more. Yeah, for sure. So last weekend I played in a national paddle tournament.
0: Oh, okay. Um, can you do me a favor in? Give a brief overview to the listeners of just what paddleball is. So paddle, it's a very very dumb sport. I said
1: to everybody, it's a it's you feel it's so goofy playing, but <laughs> but you play with the paddle, which is maybe a foot long. It's got it's it's a wood wooden paddle with holes in it. You're in a cage, in a cage twelve uh, whatever I don't even know, I don't know right now. Like say it's twelve feet long, the same. Ideas, tennis with same strokes, but um, the biggest difference is that you hit the ball off the cage. So, like if somebody rips their serve, you let it hit off the cage and, you, and you, you take a lob back, whatever. So, like a like a good rally and paddle is like 30, 40 shots, whereas
0: <laughs> in tennis, what if, it, what if it bounces and hits the cage? You have to play it in the air off the cage.
1: Yeah, so it, so it has to land it inside the court first. So like you have to hit the ball in the court, then you, oh, so you
0: can't hit the cage
1: direct. No, no, no. So okay. you, so it looks like it looks like a tennis court, except it's yeah. a lot smaller.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so so you have to you have to hit the ball in the court, and then and then like if you want, you play it off the cage, and uh, then you play it back. So like a good rally is like thirty, like I said, 30, 30 shots. And so the first match we played, me and this guy, like I said, it's national tournament. So the and so it's a, such an insulated sport that. Uh, the top ten players in the world were at this, were at this tournament. So, <laughs> so, and then there's me. But, uh, <laughs> and so, the first match we played, we were very equal with our opponents. And so, the match took—it was like 7-5. The match took an hour and a half, uh-huh. and we lost. But it was—it was—it was, it was, it was a great match. It was fun. Hour and a half. It was a battle. The next match we played, the seventh seed, so seventh best player in the world. <laughs> we lost in 21 minutes.
0: How and like long I, does it normally go?
1: So like I said, we had a good match and when it went, it went 90 minutes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so these guys were just unbelievable. And,
1: it, and the thing with paddle is that like, you know, you're not going to get blown out. Like nobody's hitting the hundred mm. mile off serve that you can't, that you can't return. Like, you can play, but these guys, they just played smarter and better. <laughs> and, like, after two and a half games, I looked at my partner
0: and I'm like, let's get a point here. You know, like – Is Paddle almost like – can you can you be old? Like, are the people who are really good, can they be in, like, their, like, later 30s, later 40s? Like, how old are we talking with competitors in this?
1: So one of the, one of the kids was young. One of the kids was a D1 tennis player. But his partner, who was the better player – was probably fifty five and
0: had a beer, be- beer belly bigger than G Ray's father. So could it almost be like what old man softball is to baseball? Paddle is to tennis. To a degree, yeah. It's, like, it's more casual version of tennis.
1: It's more casual, but you definitely need strokes. You need right. strokes, and you need strategy. You need time. You know, like it's less less. Athleticism and more, just knowledge. Yeah, because it is a smaller court, so you don't need to move. It's not. It's not like a twenty-yard sprint to a ball. It's like, gotcha. If you can take two side steps, then you can get to the ball. You know.
0: How does your half compare in terms of a size to a like a racquetball court? Say it again. Sorry. How does the how does your half in paddleball compare to standing on a racquetball court in terms of size? Uh
1: almost the same actually. Okay. Uh yeah, almost the same. You know, uh I wish I I wish I had the the, the uh, dimensions
0: off the top of my head, but uh is the scoring like tennis? Exactly. Really so I, everything's almost the
1: same except your.
0: is there a service box? Like there's a yeah, serve and then,
1: you get a serve in the box. You you only get one serve. And so it's serve and reserve. Nasty. Yeah, so like so like, you, play, you play in the dead of winter. Like I played two years ago in a blizzard and uh you know, you're outside and you know, by after a set, like you're sweating, you know, you're, you're shedding layers. Is it typically, is it a winter sport? You only play in the winter, you know, like October was pretty early for battle.
0: Get out of here.
1: And so like some psychos <laughs> are playing in the summer now, but like, yeah. but like I, I like to play tennis and golf. Like I don't, I'm not, I'm not a full psycho yet. You know, like I'm, I mean, some stuff
0: is is best seasonal too. Just in general, I think. No, I, I agree, man. Similar, similar to what you were saying about beer. Yeah. I mean, you ain't drinking Oktoberfest in February. Gross. I'm not.
1: I'm not, I'm not drinking summer, Alan, in, in February. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's what's on your end though? Are you doing dodgeball? Are You doing softball?
0: Uh, I actually, I am doing softball, and by, kind of by default, I'm the pitcher. Uncle G-Ray style. Yeah. I I didn't know Uncle G-Ray was a pitcher. Um, Uncle G-Ray was a top-notch
1: pitcher. Um, but yeah. How did that happen? You, You used to be the right fielder, right? Uh, left center, or right center. Um... That's where I was. Yeah, in, uh, that's where I was. In, I was in little league. Just
0: stick me out there. Yeah, it's like definitely better now than it was in little league. Little league, would sucked. suck. Yeah, that's wicked sad. Yeah, you know, but somebody's gonna be out there. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's not bad. I mean, it's scary and fun at the same time because. If a ball is hit at you and you make a play, like normally it's gonna be a sweet play because the reaction time's so quick, but if you don't make the play, you can get drilled by the ball. <laughs> it's like it's like a not fun goalie position. <laughs> <laughs> right. Always. Yeah. Um, and also for me like I can throw the ball near the plate. Like I can get it in the vicinity. But, I mean, if you want to get really technical, like, I'm not going to be pounding the strikes up. Like, I just, I I can't, you know? Um, And a lot of it with softball is it's like, if, like, I've had, like, I played a team where, like, these people, like, literally didn't swing at anything and it was one of the weirdest games I've been in, just not even as a pitcher, just in general. Like, I think I had, like, 15 walks, but I also had, like, six strikeouts or five, maybe. Like, if you have, like, one strikeout in a game, it's like oh, okay. Like somebody might strike out. Like two is like, wow, two people strike out. Like what an oddity. Like five is like absurd. Uh we're here to play the game, right? Yeah, like <laughs> they weren't swinging. So like they'd either like walk or strike out. It was like, yeah. What are you guys doing? <laughs> 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 I was getting pissed. I just didn't get it. Yeah. Like, I've played softball for a decade, and I think I've taken one walk in my life. Well, you, you, you're, you're quite aggressive, as I'm sure all your listeners know. Right, but, like, it's slow-pitch softball. Like, the ball is its a literally a ball bigger than what you should be playing with that's lobbed up ten times slower than the speed it's typically coming in. Like, take a fucking swim. Right. Yep. Like, some guy came up in, like, the seventh inning with batting gloves on and looked at three straight pitches. Like, dude, you're up 15 runs. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you doing? Um,
1: So, yeah. Hold on. So, playoffs, though. So, we're, we're, we're watching the game. How much do you miss the Red Sox being in the playoffs? And, and, so, and so I say that because I remember going to games back whenever they're in the playoffs and hanging on every pitch, you know being excited for every every throw no matter what it was gonna happen, whether we were up or we weren't you know like watching watching Lester back in the back in the day like just waiting to see what was going to happen on like a three and two count was, was,
0: was awesome, right? Yeah I mean you're hanging on every pitch. Lester's been pitching great, by the way, and the Sox look like morons because Lester went against Lackey, and both of them pitched unbelievable. Both of them pitched unbelievable, and now, so it, I think it's tomorrow
1: night. Lester's pitch, pitching against Arietta, and you're know, like, if he can put up a game against Arietta, like,
0: No, they're on. what do you,
1: Oh, was that was that a couple nights ago?
0: Well, he can't. They're both of them are on the Cubs. <laughs> Lester versus Arietta. Uh, then what am I thinking of? DeGrom or Harvey? Are you talking about an upcoming game or pass game?
1: Um, what am I thinking of? I saw someone recently. Lester Black? Yeah, no, my bad. The next next two pitches. Yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. Okay.
1: The next two two for them is going to be great.
0: Yeah, I mean, Madden has the rotation lined up perfectly. He's a genius. Yeah. I I wouldn't say genius. I mean, he... He made a smart gamble, essentially.
1: He may yeah, yeah. I mean, he knows what he's doing. I mean uh I mean I my
0: opinion he's the best manager in baseball, and I think this season I thought he was going into this season, and I mean what he's done with Tampa Bay and now the Cubs, the Cubs sucked last year. The Cubs are the, I think were the worst team in the league, if not not if not the worst, one of the worst. And now they're in the NLCS. Right. Guy's unbelievable. I I mean, mean, who are you rooting for though? To think of the
1: What do, do you want to see in a series?
0: Who do I who do I want to win? Or just seeing the series in general. In the World Series? Yeah. Um I I'd like to see the Cubs, I really would. I, I'd like to see them take um, it. Um not only from the historical standpoint, but I'd love to see Blaster like get a ring with them and kind of just shove it in the Sox owner's face. Because I was yeah. pissed, when I was still in that they didn't sign him. Um, so short-sighted. Uh, and in the AL, I don't really care. <laughs> the AL is like the most like the AL is blah, dude. Like I don't, I'm not into the AL this year. So Toronto's actually fun to watch, though. Yeah, I can get behind Toronto. I mean, I'm not – they're, like, in division, you know, so it's tough because they are a fun team. Um, It just
1: sucks they're from Canada.
0: Yeah. that home run was nasty, like –
1: That home run was – but the home run was was sweet. The bat flip was even better. Oh, the bat flip was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Perfect timing, perfect
1: flip. Well, and – you know, like it's a perfect scenario for it. You know, like if you're in April, then it's not necessary. But for that that situation, like you can right. do whatever you want. Right.
0: I I agree. Um. And so they're playing the Royals.
1: Yeah, we're well, watching right now. Royals are up three love, three nothing for you for
0: you I, 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 I wouldn't mind seeing uh, Cubs Blue Jays. Cubs taking it. I think that'd be good. Yeah. Why not? Um. You'll. Oh, all right. So, one other question I had for you: What is your favorite ball brand? Ball brand, like t- <laughs> tennis like, ball brand? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> we are uh, we are true Wilson people here.
0: Straight up, huh?
1: Straight up Wilson. Uh, the uh, Wilson, and everything. Uh, except I got I got a pair of Wilson kicks, which like my grandfather wouldn't wouldn't even wear. So like I'm like switching to Asics. But uh, besides <laughs> that, like Wilson, uh, Wilson rackets, Wilson shirts, Wilson everything.
0: All right. Yeah. Do, uh, do you ever hit the Wilson tennis ball in the rhythm of doo doo doo? No, but uh, I wish other people got that, and that would be awesome. For those of you who, who didn't get that, please uh, pause and listen to the song Wilson by Fish. Good, good note uh, right there. Yeah,
1: Jack, the listeners don't really understand that it, that you and I have gone on some serious trips together.
0: Yes. A lot like, of trips to Fish.
1: Trips to Fish. Uh, I want to tell all listeners about a, a trip we took to Connecticut. When you drove to see Tom Petty, then you said, Ah, why don't you drive home? What it was it, three and a half minutes in you were sleeping with the with the with the seat all the way down and I was driving for three hours back home. Yeah, that was awesome. (laughs) Thanks. Thank thanks, Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, worry, I'll drive. I'll drive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that that that's a great show. Uh,
1: it was a good show though. That was a good show. Uh, most recently, fish at Worcester was one of our was one of our better shows.
0: Uh, yes, fish at Worcester was great. Uh, for the record, I drove the last leg of fish at Super Bowl, which was a backbreaker. Leaving uh, Sunday night at midnight. We went somewhere recently,
1: though that was before that. That, that yeah, you probably drove again. We went to especially New York. Last yeah, week. yeah, you drove that route as
0: well. Yeah, that one was not too bad. Um, but leaving a three-day festival at midnight after the last show, and yeah. for a six-hour trip is—I don't know if I could do that again. <laughs> Well, we're not young bucks anymore, man. That's true. That's true. The hangovers do do hit a bit harder.
1: Not even hangovers. It's just like it's it's a it's a grind. Yeah. It's a grind. Like I mean, we've seen we've seen a lot in our in the past five years of our existence. Yeah. Um, you know, and we went to the small scene at Boston Calling, and it's a fucking scene, man. There's ten thousand people all. In, the, in like the pit and it takes you 30 yards to get out of there like i'm not built for that anymore I, I get tired after
0: weaving out of 10 yards i need i need a nap halfway through that dude naps naps are great they're getting better every day that's one thing to look forward to in old age i think is the naps so today uh i gave a lesson
1: to a 78 year old guy who had <laughs> par- who had parkinson's disease wow could he play uh, dude for that, he, so I was speaking with, with him prior for like 15 minutes and he was like, this is my deal. This is going on? I'm 78. And I was like, all right, what does sports you play growing up? And he was like, your bro at prep school who was like, I rode and I sailed. And I was like, Oh Jesus. And, and so we get out there and I'm literally standing beside him just dropping a ball in front of him and the dude could hit the ball. And like, how, and so I gave him a half hour lesson and 15 minutes in, he was like, all right, so when are we going to play? And I'm like, bro, you need to try to hit a ball first and then we'll play, you know. <laughs> but but yes, yeah, straight up, 78 years old and had Parkinson's disease. Wow. Like worse than, worse than MJ Fox, you know, like hard. And uh, so, if, if that's to all, it's all you're listening. If you ever, if you, if you ever think you're too old to do something, then uh, you're not.
0: Yeah, it's a good lesson. <laughs> you, uh, you know the guy who's like, uh, like top ten, like players over eighty in the world, too, right? <laughs> something. I'm serious. I saw. I saw him last night, actually.
1: Uh, <laughs> he turned. He's ninety. He's ninety two months. He turns ninety. And he'll uh, he's still playing. Will he the, be the best ninety-year-old in the world? So the field is quite small,
0: but uh, <laughs> I think uh, I think he's gonna do it. <laughs> you know, when you say the field is quite small, is it because there's not a lot of players, or because everybody has shrunk and is just very small? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh. All right, I got a question for you. How, for the tennis players out there who want to make an easy tweak to their game, what's what's one of the more common mistakes or, like, one thing that, you know, a lot of people, if they just got a little better at this or knew this, that could, you know, just help their game a little bit? Um, something you got to correct a lot.
1: Something I have to correct a lot. Uh, um, I usually tell people to find a new sport. (laughs) No, uh, (laughs) no. um, Let's see. What do I say? With with kids, they don't know how to move. Okay, and and that was just like you or I back when back in our heyday. Like you just stand there, just because you don't know you don't know how to move. You don't know what to do. Right. Um. And so that's that's one thing we stress with kids. With adults, they they move too much and they don't watch the ball. You know, like with tennis and, and with paddle, honestly, like if you miss if you miss hit the ball, the ball's going nowhere, you know?
0: Right.
1: You need you need to find a sweet spot. That's why like you watch Federer, you know, like the best player in the world. Every time he's making his contact and he's still looking at that contact as the ball's going to the other side of the court.
0: Right. That makes a lot of sense.
1: So, yeah. So, so, so like like your father you said when you're playing T-ball, when you when you're playing T-ball, you got to watch the ball.
0: Right. It's like it's kind of like in um, in softball. I always say it's not how hard you swing. It's where it's what part of the bat is the part of the bat making contact with the ball. And so, so I you can, play- you can swing a quarter as hard as you normally do, and as long as you hit it dead center. You'll launch it, but it's hard. Like you gotta fo- you gotta really watch it in and just focus on that as opposed to looking out or swinging hard or thinking about where you're gonna hit it. You just gotta think about where in the bat you're gonna hit it. I've never
1: played slow pitch slow pitch softball, but uh, I feel like you need to time it perfectly where the ball is on the same plane. You know, because like the ball's coming down and you're, go-
0: you're and you're trying to hit down, so you need to hit that thing. You know, like going. You want so to hit it level. And a, a, I think a common mistake is that when the ball is up in the air, people tend to dip their back shoulder because as the ball's coming down at a diagonal angle, people will dip their shoulder almost to square up with it, and then you're swinging up, and that's when you're popping up. Graham Olsen
1: style back in Little League. Who? Graham Olsen. He, <laughs> he, he, he used to did home runs out of, out of uh, bringing Josh Reed and. Yeah, I yeah, mean awesome. nobody else could. Oh, n- nobody else knew what, knew what they were doing.
0: Um, a- a- e. Oof. what else do we got here? All right, so a little, little off topic. Uh, what is your favorite homemade meal that I make, or
1: that Elliot makes, or that my mom makes, or? Oh.
0: What's that? Like your favorite like homemade milk, right? Like when you go home, like what do you like? Mom's
1: mom mom's actually very good. Mom mom does a very good job with almost everything. Um and so when I go home, which is often, you know, I'm close, but uh you know, so honestly whatever I feel like I can go home on any night and there'll be something Tasty for leftovers, you know. And I, I, I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for, but like,
0: I, I think your favorite meal is homemade leftovers.
1: Well, yeah, but you know, like, uh, you you know, honestly, you're probably right because, like, Monday through Thursday, back in the day, mom was cooking something. Yeah. You know, Friday, like we're getting pizza and buffalo wings. You know, we're yeah. like that's like obvious. That yeah. is Sunday, like the girl gets the girl. Gets, she gets night off, but like Monday through Thursday, she was like a actually like three course or not three course meal, but you know what I mean, like chicken, yeah. veggies, rice, you know, like something classic like that.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but you'll always have like I'll go. I'm going home tomorrow. There's hundred percent macaroni with some sauce. There's hundred percent like some swordfish in there with like a salad. There's definitely like a chicken in there with some rice, like staples yeah just like wicked hard but uh her note her new go-to that everybody loves is the mexican lasagna oh yeah like it's making my mouth water right now actually what uh what does it consist of picture your burrito but then put put it in a platter that you bake for a half hour, or whatever, and then add your salsa and your chips inside of it, and all that good, all all everything good that goes with Mexican in the lasagna. That's what, sounds like quite the infusion. Yeah, she 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 does that right. Um, and, you know, honestly, Dad, Dad has become quite the uh, grill master. He didn't get a smoker, but he, he got the charcoal, which he kind of tried to smoke. So he's doing all right there. You guys got a smoker, right? We did. Uh, Sharo took it to Texas because uh, – oh, no. Sharo took it to Vermont because he moved to Texas. And, honestly, uh,
0: I bet when you use a smoker in Vermont, it just tastes better.
1: Yeah, Vermont's a weird place. Vermont's a Vermont's a very weird place. You know, I I, I know actually now too many people from Vermont, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, def- definitely need to put a cap on that state. Yeah, I mean, having two roommates from Vermont is like is is it, I mean, it I probably beat most 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 people ever. There's
0: only there's only like seven people in Vermont. That's true. There's more people in Rhode Island than there is in Vermont. You're right. Um, Speaking of Rhode Island, go Friars. Heard they raised the banner.
1: They raised the banner tonight. Uh, big night for the Friars. Or, I mean, big year for the Friars last year. Congrats to PC. That's right. You're alma mater.
0: It's true. All right. So before we, before we wrap things up here, I need you to... Uh, tell us how the coop classic went. So coup for the, for those of you who don't
1: know, uh, it's a old Viking sport that um, one of my good friends found maybe about three four years ago, and um, it's in layman's terms it's you throw what wood it would and hope for the best, but uh, you know he's turned into a uh, true backyard favorite where, you know, once you play, you get hooked. And you can probably attest to that, right?
0: How uh, Can you tell the uh, listeners how to spell Coop if they wanted to look up more about it? It's K-U-B-B.
1: And uh, so, you know, so we've been playing for a couple of years. And the guy who runs it, so tomorrow we have a 16-team field. And uh, so he has eight sets of – eight pitches out there in the backyard of his, in the backyard of his little club and, uh, you game, you do a round rob and everybody's guaranteed at least six matches. And it's a, it's a grand all time. Um, I, I was a former champion once before, before people discover how to play and figure out how to actually play the <clears> game. And then, uh, some people became, became uh, mashes at it. And, uh, so me, and, me and my partner are trying to figure it out again, but uh, but yeah, we we'll do it again tomorrow.
0: Nice. You, you are straight up master of like the niche backyard sports. That well, we used to call part. it back in the day
1: "fat ass sports," right? Yeah. You know, yeah. you're really not good at anything, but like you're good at, or like you, you're not, you're not great at anything, but you're alright at everything.
0: Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of not... Which I'll take. People say that like it's a bad thing. I'll take that. You know, like I, I, if, I, mean, I I'd say that's all I am. I kind of just know how to do a bunch of stuff. Just you know, suck at everything. Yeah, I mean, you can't like stuff gets boring. You know, you gotta you gotta be you gotta be doing a bunch of stuff. You know, I mean, it gets it. I wouldn't say it gets
1: boring, but you need, you know, you when somebody asks when when somebody asks me to do something and I think it might be cool, then you're gonna give it a try, right? Oh yeah. You know, and like if you like it, then you then you add it to your repertoire.
0: That's a great way to put it,
1: right? I
0: like that. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, and and like I said, you like with with golf, with tennis, with other things. Like you never really, you know, you have to put in a lot of time at both or at right. everything. But like, you know, you just you, there's not enough time in the day. Like add a girlfriend and add friends to that, so I and mean, add you know, drinking and trying to like i don't know like i'm trying to read a book right now you know you know how difficult it is to read a book
0: dude it is tough getting the time to read it really is even like especially when you start trying to make the effort it can be difficult i started watching the uh sopranos the other night
1: and like i'm trying to read a book and it's like you know like you can't this is so good and you're, I, you're gonna love it um i started three nights ago i'm on episode like 10.
0: Well, that's why you don't have time to read
1: <laughs> I tried, and, like, I'm, I'm I'm, reading Game of Thrones, which, like, I'm I, I'm reading Game of Thrones just because I'm watching this, to watch the TV show, but uh, it's, it's just, like, I, I read a chapter last night, and I'm like, you know what, I'm not into this, I need to go to sleep.
0: I, uh, I, today, on the ride home, I finished up the longest book on tape I've ever listened to. What was that? It's called The Fall of Giants, by Ken Follett. It was, uh... I mean, L- L.A. Degrees, L- L.A. called out Ken Follett over there. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a part of a trilogy. It's, uh, it's historical fictions about World War I. Uh, it was pretty good, though. I liked it a lot. Um, and I'm going to, I, I plan on listening to the second one on tape, um, but I'm going to give it some time. Kind of do something different, straighten out my mind, and then maybe, like, a couple months down the road, I'm going to do the second one. Um, but for those of you who listen to audiobooks or are thinking about getting into it, this is a great. There's certain books that are good for audio and certain ones that are not. As you know, I'm like a pretty big fan of audiobooks. And the thing that's great about this one is there's multiple characters from multiple different countries. So the guy reading the book has a different voice for each character. But not only is the voice different, but it's, like, in the accent of that person's country. So it's very easy to keep track of all the characters, which can be difficult if, you know, somebody has the same accent for 20 different people. Very cool. Yeah. So I I enjoyed it. And I was, like, as soon as it, like, ended, I was just like, yes! 24 (laughs) discs. Like, dude, it was, like, 32 hours or something, but it was good. 24 discs. Oh, my goodness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you did it. Good for you. Yeah. Actually, so, so I, I listened to your last album podcast with Matt, and um, I'm interested about his book, like that weird book about like the different pages
0: that, like. I got you, it. You got it. Yeah, I haven't started it yet. I'm. I plan on starting soon, but it like just flipping through it. It's weird, but it, um, it looks cool. I'm somewhat scared about it, but uh, I'm interested. Well, this is an actual, actually a great transition into the final question. If you're going to the library and you're either getting an audio book, you're getting a book, or you're getting a DVD, a Blu-ray, or an album, what, what would you want to get or what would you like to recommend to the listeners? You know what? Uh, I, knew, I knew you were going to ask me
1: this because I listened to the last one. I listen to every one of your podcasts. Unfortunately, you can tell how much of a life I have over here. Um, But, you know, honestly, like, I'm not, I know you go to every library in the world, which I respect. um, But I can't remember the last library I went to. But if I was going to go to one, you know, I feel like I'm too ADD for all of that. I feel like I'm finding a vending machine, I'm getting the Doritos. And i'm getting out of there (laughs) uh, all (laughs) right seriously um you know like in i'm i haven't gotten onto the audiobook train which i think that's that's cool idea because i I'm, i'm in the car a lot but um books though actually one of the most recent books i've read not recent probably the past five years I'm sure all of, everybody's read the Mitch album books, right? You know, like the five. Healy- Mullery. Yeah, five. You Me you mean heaven or two of the Mari or uh, for one more day? You know, the, those three books I all I, I read in in a quick time. You know, like you mm-hmm. know, most books take take me a while, but like. You know, it makes you think, it puts a little tear in your eye, you know, it helps it's it's it, it those those are nice. Um besides that man, like I said, uh I wish I, I wish I read more, but uh it's difficult. I got I got a lot of shit going on.
0: Yeah, dude, that was that's those were a great recommendation. I've uh I did Tuesdays with Maury, thought that was pretty good. For um, one more
1: day, man, for one more day is excellent. I haven't heard of that one. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, for one more day is great um yeah what else i i wanted to ask you one more thing um oh yeah you said on your last one that uh you were going to see a show oh man i didn't i didn't go ah, oh well i'm not saying i'm not saying you got to see a show but like what's on what's on the books because right now because like i hate when yeah, I have two months, and I'm looking at two months, and there's nothing on my books. You know, like you look at November, December, it's like, all right, I need a show to look forward to. And uh, I, have, I, I have a few coming up, but what do you got? You got nothing?
0: Um, no, I honestly, I haven't follow followed through on that at all. Um, the closest I got was last weekend, I went to an Irish bar, and there was like an 80s, 90s cover bin. And I was just going nuts. That was the closest I've been to a show. It was great, but it wasn't like a, a true show, if you will. I can, um, respect, but- I, I can respect that, but I feel like you, you need to get
1: out there. Like yeah, download, I agree. download, download that app, Bands in Town. I look at that almost every night, every day, and see. Where you look? The application Bands Bands in Town, or there's like a couple other ones that like you look at and like you see who's playing and if like somebody's playing at like a shitty local spot and then you then you go check them out i I actually i just i got a pre-sale code for leon bridges he's coming here in march you know and i was like dude absolutely you gotta get it like you gotta put someone on books
0: yeah and so that app is called bands in town you said bands in town
1: yeah it scans your itunes playlist or itunes library and it, it spits out what they think you would like. Ah, and and then you can also go to like what's actually in town, and like you, they they show you every show within like a hundred mile radius of you. That's great.
0: Yeah, that's what I have to do then.
1: Yeah, you got to do that. And then, uh, or if you get nothing, if you get if you have no shows coming up, go check out a comedy show. Uh, we're going to, see Oh
0: dude, I went to Jay Leno last Sunday. Really?
1: Yeah. I saw him do stand up. Boom. That, <laughs> that, that absolutely
0: counts. How was he? He was very funny. I, uh, <laughs> I feel like I just sounded my fa- like my father right there almost. Man, he was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was basically exactly what my dad would say. Um, and I went with my dad. <laughs> and, my, and my mom, my, me, my mom, and my dad went to uh, Jay Leno after the Pats game on Sunday, and he uh, did stand-up, made a couple Boston references. Um, the best part of the show, in my opinion, was he, mind, it wasn't like, it, wasn't, it was not It a straight-up comedy show, straight-up stand-up, like no bells and whistles or anything, it was awesome. Um, He's telling this story about how when he was out in LA back in I think it was the 80s, he, he was uh, just new to the Tonight Show. It was his first or second year, um, and he got a call that his dad was in the hospital. He goes to the, he flies back to Boston and goes to the hospital. He didn't say which one, but we're guessing it's Winchester Hospital because he said <laughs> it was halfway to Worcester. So we're like, all right, it's probably Winchester, you know. So I'm right. going with that. Uh, he gets to the hospital and like the nurses and doctors recognize him because he was on the show they're like yeah your dad's in that room just like sitting in his bed so he got them to give him uh, his uh, like scrubs like a uh, like a doctor's scrub a doctor's mask all that stuff and he puts the hat on and so he walks into his dad's room with his bat with his dad to his back and he's like Hey, I uh, heard the patient here's name is, uh, what is it, Lino? And his dad's sitting there, and he's like, right. hey, <laughs> and, like you know, My dad's like this old, old school Italian guy, like from Italy. So he's like, oh, is that Italian? <laughs> like, yeah. And he's like, man, those guys. Go- Those guys never work. They don't. They don't do anything. (laughs) Says something like basically insulting to Italians. So his dad gets up and like grabs him and like turns around, about to punch him in the face, Uh, and realizes it's him. That's great. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, it was a good show.
1: That's good, man. Uh, We got. uh, We're going to see Jim Gaffigan. Ooh, I love Jim Gaffigan. And then we're going. uh, What's like a month later? We're going to Jim Jeffries. I love Jim Jeffries. Yeah, so like Jim Gaffigan is like your uh, your PG PG thirteen sort of like your family show, and then Jim Jeffries is like the complete opposite, Jim like the most vulgar human being of all time. Yeah. So we get both both days of it, but uh, you know, seeing a comedy show is somewhat
0: underrated. I I mean I not to me I love them.
1: No, but I mean, you don't like. I would. I never think. Not as
0: mainstream or as common.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, like, I I, like. You never think of it.
0: Yeah, it's good way to put it.
1: Unless you're like, I I don't know, a boring married couple who have nothing else. No, who have nothing else to do.
0: Yeah. Like my parents going to the show with me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. uh, before we wrap up, can you, real quick for the listeners, track four on Vampire Weekend album called Diane Young, tell them about the title on that. I thought that was pretty cool in your write-up. Oh, yeah, that is a cool title. Actually, first, uh, lis- listeners
1: definitely listen to Hannah Hunt as well. Hannah Hunt yes, is number six.
0: track. Track six.
1: Track six, one of uh, – it was rated the top five song of last year. You know, like one of the best songs I like I could listen to that song right now. You know, it's a, just a great tune and great melody. Um, but a Diane Young, an actual name, they uh, the lead singer decide or he, he was like a, it was a play on words. Right. And so I'm just tracing everything back here. But um, it's kind of like a live fast die, die young metaphor. And yeah, uh, he thought that he thought he thought that dying young, or live fast and dying young, was too harsh. So, you know, saying Diane young is a little is it, it sounds like a nice is that sounds like a nice blonde girl's name, right? Yeah. Um,
0: I was thinking brunette, but yeah,
1: all right. <laughs> well, to, to each his own. I like blonde. Yeah. Girls. <laughs> uh, Very true, but. Uh, yeah, no. I mean, and the song gets into that a little bit. You know, like you're. It it talks about like kind of going hard and getting after it, but uh, you know, it takes you to to a different route. And it's not your little Wayne route. It's more like you know, we're just we're here. We're here to party. We're here to hang out. But uh, you know, we're we're having a great time. You know. Yeah. But uh, but it is a cool title because you don't really think of. You wouldn't think of that unless I'm telling you right now. That it's a little play on words.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't have noticed it, in, but after you mentioned it in the write up, I saw that and I, I like it. It's good.
1: And it's good. It, it is it is a title track, you know, like so so like they're definitely making a point of it.
0: Yeah, but it's not too hard on you. Yeah, no, I think it's it's perfectly said. Yeah. Um, I one track I, I really enjoyed. It might be my favorite track. Is track three uh, step? Yeah. So, it kind of it makes me feel like I'm floating. Oh Jesus! Uh, not not in my, like like I'm a homosexual. Like, like 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 just I feel like oh, <laughs> like floating and like not not in the air. Like Uh
1: do we hear that there? Is that just on my end? I heard it. You heard
0: it. Yeah, I have it lined up. If you want me to. Yeah, you can play it. I was I was thinking about uh of, of ending with that. Nah, sorry, I fucked you up. Alright. Oh, no, no problem. I'm about Um
1: No, yeah, I mean, and that that song I was saying earlier that um they stole a line from from uh, Souls of Mischief. That all that '90s rap oh, band. That one. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I got you now. So. All you listeners look up Souls of Mischief, uh, great band. Step to My Girl is one of their songs, and so is Cab Fair, uh, my personal favorite. But um, you go to the
0: library, you pick up Souls of Mischief, Mischief's album.
1: You know, who, you know who told me about them? What's that? You know who told me about them? Who? Greg? Fred Toucher.
0: Ah. Very nice.
1: Yeah. for the uh, He's a... Radio host on ninety five the sports hub, but he
0: uh, has a good taste of music.
1: Yeah, every Friday, just like you guys have philosophy Friday, he has a uh, funk Friday, and he plays whatever he's feeling for his little funkiness.
0: That's great. Yeah. About that,
1: yeah. Uh, but before we go, so I listen to your Friday podcast this morning, and uh, like a dairy Friday. Um, and you talked about
0: – what was the first thing you talked about? I remember the second thing. What was the first thing? This was one of – so I normally re-listen to my – I my processes, I record it, I, I upload it before I listen to it, and then I listen to it right after. Did not listen to this one because I just – I wasn't feeling it. It was so flat. I was too fired up for tonight. I couldn't get into it.
1: Right. No um, – because sometimes I agree with you, sometimes I don't. I wanted to give you the different perspective on your second thought.
0: Um, I talked about girls saying dude. Girl talk- saying
1: dude. Girl saying dude. And so I agree with you on that. You know, like I, I'm kind of indifferent. I don't really care. But the point of the end where the bros are holding hands and that stuff, I'm with you up to the point, you know, me being in a relationship and I. I'm, I I have been forever. Um, the bro in the relationship and me being bro, I try to think of myself as a bro's bro. I do whatever I think the girl will be happy with to a degree. You know, like, like that? Wow. if I know the girl would eat up me holding her hand, then like I'm I'm fucking game. I hear that. You know, I, I, and like I, and, and like what, what you said earlier about like you don't want to be the couple holding hands walking on the street like I'm with you I get it you don't want to be that freaking douche but like something like time and a place type thing is essentially what I was getting after. Okay, no, I'm 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 absolutely with you. Like I I hate the whole lovey-dovey stuff, but the when you're sitting at a table with six other people, yeah. Um, but like when when you're when you think you're alone and like you can grab the girl and you can. I say yeah hey, put your arm around her they yeah. they like if you can make her happy for that 30 seconds and like your your money for like 2 weeks. It's true. Your money you don't even know it.
0: <laughs> Very wise words. Though. Very wise words. <laughs> <laughs> and in that case we do know it. But uh yeah. Yeah. right. well I was gonna ask you to leave the listeners with like one last lesson, but I think that may be it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um that could be it. Oh my god, that's a bomb. Alright, we No, get out. Alright, we're at four runs now. That's alright. That's not my last word. Um Damn. Ah, uh, sorry. Um, last word. Um, oh, can I give you a Brad Stevens quote? Yeah. Brad Stevens, my favorite. <laughs> that yours and me.
0: You. Brad Stevens. Hold on.
1: sorry uh something was happening can you hear me yeah i can hear you all right i think i think it's you but uh let me give you this brad stevens go while i'm on while i'm on mute here uh let's you, see you're not I'm on here. mute
0: you can you're being so brad
1: stevens says the part of coaching which is why like i'm part i'm s- sort of like a coach here but uh to learn something, you first need to be unconsciously incompetent, then, you, then from there you are consciously incompetent, then you go consciously competent, then you are unconsciously competent. So once you learn all, the, all of my teachings, he's saying, you don't need to think at all. You, you will just instantly do. Right. Yeah, you like that Angel. So, I do like uh that. it it works to a degree where like you know it's nice to think about and like you hope that the Celics will take that in a couple years. But uh I love
0: that philosophy that I heard from him. That that's some good philosophy Friday right there.
1: Yeah, so think so take take that home with you.
0: I'm I'm going to chew on that.
1: Yeah, think about I've it. Of, a little a little chewing
0: on it. I don't even have to think about chewing on it. Alright man. Hold well, great talk tonight. Yeah, you too. Thanks for uh thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. Alright. Every time I see you in the work, you always step to my girl. Oh, The the from